For this episode, I'm not even going to be doing an intro, but I kind of just want to give a behind the scenes of what burnout can do to you. I know that I've expressed in a different episode, um, the teen mom to multiple six-figure CEO, my experience with burnout. I feel like I was consistently trying to significantly over-deliver my services so that people would feel like I was worthy in investing. It was a lot of money coming through my business and I was burning myself out because I actually looked back. I was doubling the deliverables for some of my clients unintentionally because I just wanted to wanted them to know that I truly was worth that investment. And of course, like they they knew I was worth the investment, but I was I lacked boundaries and I lacked that knowing that I was enough as I was. My packages were enough as they were, but I was caught in this really bad cycle. Burnout caused lack of clarity with decision-making and it caused massive overwhelm and something for me, just not having a lot of childcare support in my, you know, in my circle, in my sphere, it became something that I just held really heavy to my heart because my business was this beautiful escape for me. It was my safe haven. I was working with women who got it. I was working with a lot of people who were just like me, but literally all over the world, all over Europe and Netherlands in Mexico, United States, um, multiple different Asian countries. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. It was just like, it was a really fulfilling experience knowing that there's other women out there like me. Crunchy moms, literally all over the world, New Zealand, Australia, like just literally all over the world. And knowing that by me being the CEO that I desire to be, I am cultivating this sisterhood. I am literally developing the community that I wish existed for me a couple years ago. What's actually really hard for me to talk about is last summer, I considered closing my business and moving to corporate. With all of my marketing experience, I had several companies offer to pay me and relocate me, um, gift a company car and compensate a generous 120,000 salary with bonuses. But I honestly just couldn't let go of everything that I had built. And the 30 to 40 hour plus work weeks just were not my thing. Uh, It would be a huge adjustment for me and my kids because I've always been a stay-at-home mom. Um, I feel like every season of life has its own struggles. So me being a working from home mom, obviously there's benefits. Like I could custom create our schedule. We spent like every single day at the beach. We went camping. We did just so many adventures and I was with my babies all the time. But the trade-off to that was really struggling to find intentional time to do, um, my coaching. And so I had mentioned in previous episodes, I think it was my team mom. Yeah. Team mom to six figure CEO. I was trying to stay away from the service-based work because I loved the coaching, but my lifestyle didn't allow me. I shouldn't say my lifestyle, my support system. I couldn't take on coaching calls. So then I felt like I had to only take the service base. I mean, I was good at it. I was making wicked money, but I felt so drained and it's just like, it wasn't aligning with me. And the thing with burnout is it comes back down to you not living the way that you're desiring to be. You're not living to the fullest of your capabilities. The thing with this, when I was reflecting on what I wanted to do, I had a lot of what ifs. Like I just, I knew I couldn't let go of everything that I built, um, but this work opportunity would have been amazing. But yeah, for a split second, I had a million what ifs. And if I was even doing the right thing, if I was making the right decision, and what it came down to was knowing that I can realign, reschedule and redo anything like the structure, strategy and schedule if it's not, if it's no longer working. It gave me a lot of empowerment coming back to my business and being like, this worked, this didn't work. I'm not doing this. This is what I'm focusing on. And just like scratching the things out that I didn't like and circling the things that I loved. Um, Also, if you can dream it, 
and believe it for even a moment for just a sliver, I truly believe it can be true and it's worth discovering how to make it a reality. So in a lot of seasons, I remember feeling like maybe my goals and my dreams were meant for me. Maybe they were meant for someone else. Maybe I accidentally got this vision or this dream or maybe I was just dreaming too big. And I remember feeling like that sometimes and I'm like, no, I truly believe that every single goal, dream, or desire is a gift from God. And it's definitely worth looking into how to create that into a reality. I mean, prime example, I had my first baby at 18. I knew just a couple months after he was born that this wasn't the lifestyle I wanted. I did not want to work nine to five. I didn't want to be in school. Well, I wasn't working nine to five as a bartender, but still. Um, and I was like, there has to be another way to do this. And it took me until he's going to be six this year. So over five years to figure out how to make a multiple six figure online business and how to work it around my kids and how to get paid in a way that is in alignment with, um, the transformations I'm giving my clients. Like my clients don't just come to me for these little tiny problems. They come to me and we explode their business. We make money on purpose. Stepping outside of the box and outside of the comfort zone, it re- it just requires you to look at things differently. It requires you to look at people differently, situations differently, the way that you execute your life, the way that you've reacted in the past, the way that your life circumstances have ha- happened. There's this really nice exercise Amanda Francis talks about and it's, I'm sorry, thank you, I forgive you, I love you. And so through every circumstance, any bit of resentment, anything that you feel in the pit of your stomach that just doesn't line up and just doesn't feel right, like any circumstance, past circumstance that happened or anything that you have done, you can forgive yourself and let go and genuinely love moving forward. I'm obviously like not giving this exercise to the best of the abilities, but definitely go look up. She has a bunch of YouTube videos, but I remember um, when I started being like, look, stepping out of the box and stepping out of my comfort zone, I have to look at things differently. I have to change the story. I have to change the way that I view things. I have to stop allowing myself to feel like a victim. And in a lot of ways, I just did not have adequate support. I felt like I was struggling very openly and no one was taking it seriously and really struggling deeply with postpartum depression. And I really was trying to pull myself out of that. And I was like, look, I have to rewrite the story. That contributed to a lot of my burnout, but I still talk openly about burnout. A fun fact is I actually created a mini course called Get Paid Daily. Um, It basically shows the inside scoop of exactly how to turn your ideas into profit, creating a structure, strategy, and mindset that supports you getting paid daily without the burnout, without the hustling, without feeling like you have to wake up and have, you know, your feet hit the ground running. I, I don't stand for any of that. But what I teach you inside of this course is basically longevity. It's what you'll hear me talk about my podcast and my coaching and my mastermind, but it's really how to get your business running for you versus the other way around. Cause we're wanting to exit out of this rat race feel like the point of burnout was feeling unaligned and feeling like you could never do enough. And it's like, okay, but what if there was a business structure and strategy that we could implement to make this work better? So an example is like how to optimize our entire social media and our content so it can actually attract, nurture, and convert them into offers that are you know, created with intention. So this is what this $37 course stands for, by the way. I think it would be helpful to read some symptoms of burnout. So obviously number one is feeling like you wake up and your feet hit the ground running and you do not stop and you feel extremely fatigued. There are several (laughs) different job burnout symptoms, but being irritable, being impatient, um, lack of energy, you feel like you cannot get your butt moving to be productive. Although like in contrary to the first point where it's like you hit the ground with your feet running, like you're just doing checking stuff off the 
your to-do list for the sake of checking things off your to-do list. You're not actually feeling like you're being consistently productive. You're just doing the thing. Does that make sense? So you're keeping yourself busy and it feels like you are doing this rat race. There are so many other symptoms like sleep habits have changed. You're coping with food, drugs, alcohol to either feel better or to not feel at all, like numbing yourself. You become dissociative. Um, you're feel disillusioned about your job. You lack satisfaction about your achievements, which was huge. Like this is, I remember feeling burnout when I was hitting those multiple five-figure cash months and I was like, what's the point? Like, this does not feel the way I thought it would feel. I feel burnt out. I feel blah. Like, what did I work towards? Which is so crazy because all of the years from the time I was a teen mom until now, that's what I was working towards. And so burnout is like really feeling dull. There's lack of control. You feel unclear about what you're actual goals, dreams, and desires are. And sometimes it can feel so out of touch. It's like I've worked with clients who desire to have $5,000 months and to be a stay-at-home mom, but they always preface it with, but I know I can never do that. Or I know it's going to take years before I get there. And they really like push away what their dreams or desires or goals are. And they just view themselves as unworthy. They deem themselves as unworthy. It's, it's definitely... It's definitely uh, a protective measure, like a, a coping mechanism for sure. But specifically talking about burnout, it's really about like that work-life imbalance and lack of social support and <laughs> to top it off like extreme stress. So I know that was kind of like a jumble. That's kind of reading all over the page. Probably could have done that a little bit more better, but you get the idea of what burnout is and some of the symptoms. So the biggest advice that I have for you if you feel like you're struggling with burnout is to happily take a step back. And I want you to ask yourself a couple things. The first thing is, if things could work out and be completely in your favor, everything just happens so smoothly and effortlessly and just, you know, chef's kiss, what would it look like in four months? Like really take the time to sit down and think, okay, four months from now, what's the date? Is it the end of June when you're listening to this? Is it the end of December? Is it Christmas time? Is it the beginning of 2024? Like when you're listening to this, view yourself four months in advance. If everything could play out the way that you're desiring, what does it look like? Get super transparent. What does it feel like to be in your life? What does it feel like to be in your friendships? What does it feel like to be in your motherhood journey? What does it feel like to be the CEO? And remember, this is like in a perfect world. So don't be afraid to get big with this vision. Don't be afraid to love the life that you're thinking about. And I know that for so many of you, you're like, why would I resist liking my life? Like, what is that? Once again, it's like, if you have ever listened to Gabby Bernstein's book, it's really about like protecting, having these protector parts. Sometimes when we have never experienced um, the goodness of what we're desiring or dreaming or what our goals are. We've never experienced it. Our body is just trying to protect us. Our brain is like, no, you're going to die if you do that because that's scary. You don't know what's going to happen. Like we're not being chased by a bear. We're not being eaten by a lion, but our brain is trying to keep us safe. And so I just want, I just wanted to acknowledge, like, it's just you and me right now. Um, take the time to sit down and write that out. What does that look like? What does it feel like? What does a day-to-day -day basis look like for you? 
I actually wanted to take the time to pull up this journal entry that I had shared in Sweatpantsio Mastermind. It is a journal. So number one, what is your dream life with your babies, your marriage, your friendship, your experience in life, your lifestyle, list literally everything and get significantly dreamy. The second thing is what would your dream business look like? Are you making sales every day? Did you get the get paid daily course and now you're making sales every single day? Um, do you have the most gorgeous, loving audience ever? Are you working? What's what's your work limit or boundary or goal? For myself, I don't like working more than 10 to 15 hours a week with my work schedule, but um, upcoming in March, I have this beautiful opportunity for my kids to attend part-time private school, which I'm like just like over the moon excited they get that experience. And so for myself, like my new business hours is going to be 20 hours a week, but it's specifically in those work hours. So get really clear about that. Like for myself, I've had, this has shifted and pivoted. Like I've been a homeschooling mom. I've been a homeschool mom. And now I'm going to be like that private school mom, which is so crazy to say aloud. Um, but I want you to really look like, is your business rejuvenating? Is it enjoyable? Do you have passion? And if you don't take a step back and look, okay, how can my business be rejuvenating? Um, what don't I like about my business? Like if you don't like having, let's just say you don't like doing group, uh, group, uh, containers and it's really exhausting for you. You don't like the high maintenance. It's making you feel super uncomfortable in some way, shape or form. Maybe it's a sign to wrap up the container, you know, finish what you started, wrap up that container and maybe move to a passive income stream where you can almost delegate all of those tasks and maybe hyper-focus on one-on-one. Like how can you fall back in love with your business? And the next thing is how do your students and clients treat you? Um, Accidentally, I do not do this on purpose, but one of the first uh, calls that I do with my clients in my mastermind and in our one-on-one is I like to set the expectations for um, the container. So when people come into my one-on-one, I let them know like, hey, this is like how to utilize this container the best. This is like um, the boundaries I have. So an example of a boundary is like they are meant to protect myself and they're not meant to control someone else. So an example is I'll tell my client, hey, just so you know, we have messaging support Monday through Friday. I will check at least once a day on the days where our designated work days, which are Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I will check throughout, you know, a couple days a week or sorry, sorry, a couple times a day. And then on the Tuesdays and Thursdays, I might only check once or twice, just like setting those expectations so that they know like, hey, if I want to like have a good long conversation in Telegram with her, well, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm for sure going to be messaging her like the in-depth questions and understand like because she set the expectation ahead of time, like Tuesdays and Thursdays are her family days. But that being said, she she signed up for this container as well. So I understand. Does that make sense? So like I set those expectations. I also let them know like, hey, I'm just, I also would like to set a goal. They get access to all of the passive courses. I can see I know this might like freak you out. I can see who's watched what components of the course. I can see the percentage. So maybe one of my clients, their goal is to finish one of my courses for the month. Maybe we're working together in a three, four, five, or six month container. Maybe in one month, they wanted to make sure they completed a course. I'm going to hold them accountable. And I just, I set those expectations and I show them how to utilize the container to the best. Um, Circling back to boundaries though. I had a note I wanted to say. Um, the boundary, for example, is like, I let them know that's my time frame, like Monday through Friday, you know, yada, yada. Just so you know, if you message me at two in the morning, I have my notifications turned off, so I'm not going to get the notification, but just know like as soon as like my work hours start, I'll be sure to check in with you. So don't you worry. So I do have clients who are up in the middle of the night nursing babies, been there, done that. (laughs) And I let them know, like, look, if you're having those amazing 2 a.m., 
you know, brain dumps, like put them into the chat. I have my boundaries set and protect me by making sure that my notifications are just turned off. And like, anyways, what I was going to say is what's really beautiful about going to that question, how do your students and clients treat you? One of the first calls that I do with my clients is about boundaries and like also not just like how they treat me, but how they want their clients to treat them and be like, okay, let's talk about the boundaries in your business. How can we make sure that you're feeling highly supported? Because one thing that you might notice in business too, and the reason you feel burned out is you feel highly disrespected, but you don't even know why you haven't even set those boundaries with your clients. You haven't even set the boundaries. So like, um, hypothetically, if you are running a group program and you find that everyone's messaging you one-on-one, you know, and that's not what they invested in. You're going to start feeling a little bit burnt out because you're like, oh my gosh, I feel this obligation to message everyone individually back, but that's not the container that they invested in, but it feels weird pitching them. Like that'd be a great boundary to have. I know that I've had to do this myself and I have to just remind them like, hey, I would love if you put this in the group chat because I've actually know that a couple girls are having the same questions and I'd love to answer it over there. Just gentle redirection. And I think boundaries are beautiful. It's not you saying like, F you, you're being a bad person. I can't believe you did that. Like, that's just super shameful. I think there's a very graceful way to implement the boundaries and just make sure once again, like in the beginning of every container that you have with a client or um, whether it's a course that you've um, created or a group program or one-on-one, like setting those expectations will truly help you (laughs) feel um, disrespected on both ends. I think that it's really important to note that a client coaching relationship, it needs to be mutual. And I think we forget that. But anyways, that was like a little tangent, but I love my tangents to be honest. So journal recap. Number one was about your dream life and getting super into it. Number two is your dream business and getting super clear about how it feels in every area. But number three is what does your dream schedule and routine look like? Um, For myself, it's always having a very, like very intuitive morning routine. I like making sure that I, I have like a ritual. I have my cup of coffee or a cup of tea. Some days I'm trying really hard not to have caffeine, but like my business is literally ambitious and caffeinated. Like, come on, I love love coffee. But my morning routine is like being able to sit down with a hot beverage and to journal. I'm getting a lot better with my journaling. It's an intention I set with myself. Um, And then the next part is like, I like spending time with my kids. I like being able to make breakfast with each other. I try really hard to like, um, you know, make pancakes or French toast or scrambled eggs or whatever it is, like make a breakfast with the kids and set that intention. And, um, you know, our upcoming schedule is going to change a little bit, but I like to, you know, I like to start things off slow and then get productive. When it comes to business, I like to make sure that I have everything ready to go. So I'm making the most out of my time. The reason I do this is just to like clarify. I know that in the beginning of this, podcast, I was like, I feel like I'm hitting the feet, my feet on the ground running all the time, just checking things off the to-do list to check for the sake of checking them off. Now I do things with so much more intention. So right now I'm going to be so transparent. I actually am recording this podcast episode. I have, um, my teen mom to six figure CEO journey. And then I did one kind of like a, like a chit chat on like the behind the scenes of my first mastermind and like the benefits of it and what I really loved about it. And I'm also doing another podcast episode. So right now I'm sitting down, I'm recording four different podcasts. And what I really love about this is I will have a month's worth of content. I actually have a bunch of recorded interviews that I have done that I'm waiting back from my virtual assistant that I can schedule out. But guess what? The whole month of March is now set up. Um, if that makes sense. So when I'm doing the in quotations, checking things off my to-do list, I'm making sure that it's strategic. Like I'm sitting down and I put in, oh my goodness, maybe two and a half hours. That is like super stretching it. That's like start to finish in terms of like recording, editing, putting up the description and scheduling it. 
And then guess what? It's done for a month. So when I set my business up with that strategy, which I teach in my courses, I teach in Get Paid Daily, teach in my mastermind, teach in my one-on-one, I think it's smooth so much better. When you are able to batch your content and schedule it out, when you're able to batch the podcast and schedule it out, all of a sudden you have all of this extra room and it feels like you can breathe again. It feels like you don't have to hold unnecessary space. You don't have to hold unnecessary expectations. It's significantly different. Does that make sense? So I like... I like to talk about this. What's your dream life? What's your dream business? What's your dream schedule? And what's your dream income? Like you shoot for the stars here. I know in some seasons of my life, like $5,000 was a lot of money. I will never forget my first $3,000 month. I actually cried and I look back and I'm so proud of her. Like she's, she is who got me here today. So I'm forever grateful. But my first $3,000 month was something I look back and I'm, I celebrate myself for celebrating that. And so now my dream income looks so much different. Like I, I would love to hit $50,000 a month and like navigating that has been an interesting journey. Speaking that out loud has been an interesting journey as well. But I think, yeah, I just think it's important that we have clarity over this. And when we have clarity, it gives us something to work with. And when we're experiencing burnout or we're on the brink of burnout, it's really hard to get that clarity. So Anywho, I'm really grateful. I'm going to put the outro here, but just know like I am so grateful. Um, Make sure that you reach out to me. If you have been listening to the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I promise I do not bite. Um, My Instagram, ambitious and caffeinated. Literally, please. I'm not going to like try and cold DM pitch you. I literally want to get to know you. I have had some of you guys be like, hey, I've been listening to your podcast for six months, but I'm just coming into your DMs. And I'm like, I'm low-key mad because I wish I knew about you six months ago. <laughs> come, come talk to me. <laughs> so anywho, I just want you to know I am so grateful for you listening to all of these podcast episodes and always being so supportive and loving. And yeah, just I hope you know that you are so worthy of the life and the business that you're dreaming of. Um, yeah, I'm so grateful. I'll put the intro in now. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast and listening all the way through. If you want to help me reach my goal of hitting a million podcast downloads by summer, I would love if you would take the time to take a screenshot of this episode, put it onto your Instagram stories and tag me at ambitious and caffeinated. I give three Starbucks gift cards away at the end of every month to thank you for helping me get here. Maybe send it to a couple of friends while you're at it. Head over to my website at ambitiousandcaffeinated.com to go take a sneak peek at any resources, programs, or courses that may be available to you. See you in the next episode.